You're listening to The Sizzle. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle here on Iron Skillet Media. Listen, The Sizzle's in the building, the hottest talk in the 219. It is the talk of the 219. Thank you for taking your time out, sharing with us, chilling with us. You know what we do. We come to talk all that sports, all that hot stuff. In fact, that's a lot to go through this week. We still got to break down the NFL this week, what happened in the NFL, what's going to happen as the weeks come up. And then we got to talk a little basketball because some stuff going on basketball-wise, ah, not too good with. Eh, nah, not too good with. Not too good with when it comes to the Chicago Bulls, when it comes to the players and the play so far. Eh? But maybe there are people who think it's great. Maybe there are people who think, you know, it's just amazing. It's something that we should just applaud and applaud. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. In fact, I don't like some of the stuff that we're seeing. So before we get ready to get started, you know what we've come to do. We've come to bring you the hotness. You know who I am. I'm G Sizzle in the building. And we're letting everybody come on in. So make sure you come into the room. Make sure that you're here. Make sure that you're ready. Make sure that you've gotten your popcorn. This is going to be an exciting hour. We talk about everything. And you know that Jay Sizzle is going to have something to say. And it's going to be controversial. And you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, I don't think he cares. So before we go any further, let me introduce my sidekick, my partner, my, my man, my 30 grand, 40 grand. And a hundred grand if he got it, because I need it. So I'm gonna borrow it from him. And that's Jay Sizzle as he comes into the building. Jay, what's good with you, sir? I'm good, G. What's going on, man? Hey man, I can't call it. I can't call nothing but the win today, Jack. It is one of those days where I'm trying to get it all in and we're trying to make sure that the people are ready for what we got to talk about. In fact, let's just start the show. Jay, let's talk about week 10 in the NFL. Some of the things that went on, we know that the officiating is bad, and we're going to talk about that shortly. But week 10 was a a strange point for some teams. Uh, I think we had talked about this on the radio, and I want to say that we talked about it before, about how some teams, you're going to learn something about somebody in week 10 moving for the next few weeks, six, seven more weeks to go. So as far as week 10 goes, was there anything that really stood out to you as you were watching week 10 and wondering what's going on, or is that what you thought was going on? Uh, big thing that really made me go, uh, was that Chicago bears lost Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shouldn't happen. Not in that fashion. Uh, bears are up. Should have been able to stay up. And for whatever reasons, we know that defense is bad, but geez, Louise, I mean, you know, um, the Bears needed that win. Not saying that they're going to try to get to the playoffs or anything like that, but if people say, oh, we want to get that number six pick, who is there that you want so bad? Who is it? I don't know. Next thing you saw was uh, Tom Brady coming up off the uh, the turf there and leading Tampa Bay like he did. So it was a lot of great games. And I'll tell you, the Josh Allen situation, I mean, just – there were so many great games. I'll tell you the one that was really a kicker out of all of them was Aaron Rodgers putting it to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Who saw that one coming? I know I didn't. I, I thought the Cowboys were going to put their boot to him, but we understand that that ain't what – this is the NFL and everybody's on scholarship. 
Um, we still got to play the game because anybody can win in this league, and we found that out. And just talk about the commanders. We <laughs> saw that one coming. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. It was just a whole bunch of, whoa. But that's what makes the NFL fun. Mm -hmm. You know, as we look back at through some of the things that we were going over, we were talking about over the weekend we talked about Saturday, we talked about the old men in the NFL. And can the old men in the NFL do it? Can they get it in? Can they get busy? Well, we saw in Germany that you – huh, I didn't think that the Seahawks-Buccaneers game was going to play out the way it did with Tom Brady coming in doing just what Tom Brady does. But I thought the Seahawks were going to give a better showing. And then back to what you were saying about the Cowboys. Yeah. To me, weirdest game, a lot of strange things going on, a lot of stepping up. But uh, – I guess we have to retract some of those statements about the older players, older quarterbacks getting the, no. the job done. But I, I don't think we really – I think we gave them their kudos and their props, especially uh, Tom Brady. We had said that this could be a game that Tom Brady could come in and win. Yeah, what the issue is is that, you know, there's a reason why they're the whole Wiley veterans. They figure out a way to get it done. You know, they just don't have the superior teams around them anymore. And, you know, if either one of them make the playoffs, they're probably not going to make too much hay in the playoffs. But, um, you know, which was amazing with me because um, Bakayari was out for the uh, Green Bay. And so I thought Aaron Rodgers would be much more under pressure from Michael Parsons. And that didn't really turn out to be that much. I mean, you know, he got knocked around a little bit. But for the most part, he handled that pressure pretty well. Mm -hmm. That's just a, uh, a veteran being able to read these defenses and getting the ball out. Um, you saw the same thing happen. Well, not a veteran, but you saw a, a, a coaching staff that made um, Heineke from the commanders look like a veteran. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they just controlled the football, got the ball out of his hands and let him get beat up. And all of a sudden you see the Eagles defense get tired. So sometimes scheme wins you games. That's the reason why these coaches make the money that they make. They, they come up with good schemes and, Sometimes they're, they're a little bit better in chess than you are. So that's what happened all around the board. You see um, Tom Brady down in Tampa. They're going to get something figured out at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Can the rest of the team keep keep up? That's the question. Yeah, it's a big question when you look at what's going on in the league and how it, it kind of played out. And, and to your point, you were saying that earlier. And we said that on the air. We were really talking about that on the air, that when it came to making sure that you – were handling business, probably the two best in the league did what they had to do and they handled business. I mean, yeah. they handled it all the way from the beginning of the game. I know it was a good game for Germany. I don't know. How did you feel about a Germany game? What, was that I mean, exciting for you? My whole thing, but no, it wasn't exciting for me because I wasn't getting up that early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing about it is we do see the league trying to, they want to put a team over in London, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So they can figure out, you want to talk, was it four hours from New York? Mm -hmm. Is that the flight to London, something like that? So they're trying to figure out. They get a team over in London. Europe loves it over there because it's a sport that makes sense. Uh, the only other sport over there that makes sense over there is football, uh, cricket. Uh, I watched that. If you, I watched the whole documentary on cricket about the greatest player who ever cricketed before. And I think he was from um, oh, where is it? Auckland, I think he is, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I still came away from that game not really understanding what they were doing. So, uh, <laughs> and the rest of it, you know, they're throwing big stones around and 
whatever else they're doing and hacky sack or whatever else they're playing over there. You know, you know, so you got, you got a game over there to make sense. Football makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's uh, get those guys out there, run around and, is he, oh, rug, rugby's another game too, but is, is uh, rugby's uh, uh, just a, a uh, I was going to say a more brutal form of football, but, you know, those guys get tattooed out there. So, yeah. but uh, yeah. fo- football will go over well over in, in Europe. I just see they're trying to put a team in London. They got to figure out the traveling and all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're talking about figuring out how they're going to put this together, how they're going to go about making sure that they get their brand marketed over there. But that leads us really into where we were going and what we were talking about as far as what was going on this weekend. And it was a lot going on. I mean, it was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of weird calls that were made, a lot of decisions that were made for teams that maybe shouldn't have been made for teams. How about that? You know, it's just one of those things where we're, we're looking at it's getting late in the season. Now guys are getting positioning. And is this, are teams really set? Are they where they're supposed to be? You know, we've got people saying, hey, let's go Patriots. Uh, I don't know where the Patriots are going, but they're going somewhere. So we got to, you know, eh, eh, you know, I think I know who that is. I think I know who that is who's showing all this, this Pat's love. Because I think there's somebody that, uh, there's a coach over there named, Belichick, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I, think that's so. his name. I think that's his name. Yeah, I think he's a little perturbed at what's going on, Jay. I think he's a little upset about how this whole thing is rolling out because he's saying, listen, coaches have the right to make the decision when they want to go out and make a challenge. And you should have that ability to challenge, especially when plays dictate or when a bad call can change the whole dynamic of a game. I mean, it changes everything. Yeah. Everything goes, you know, just kind of topsy-turvy then. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it really quick. If you're talking about what you saw from week 10, I think the biggest thing for everybody that stuck out was the bad refereeing that was talked about. It, it came up in the Vikings and the Bills game. There still were some issues in the Bears game. Now, maybe all the Eagles Bears had, Eagles had one, one too. Eagles that, uh, had one. That, uh, that uh, face mask with a tight end, if I remember that right. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of face masking. It was a lot of weird calls, a lot of push-up call, push-off calls, a lot of holding penalties that weren't called, and then there were some that were just ticky-tack calls. What does the NFL do, Jay, to rectify what's going on as far as the referee situation? How do they address that for the whole league? Stop the replay. Stop it. Stop it completely. I'm tired of replay. I'm sick of it, right? I'm tired of replaying baseball. Pretty soon they're just going to have the shot tracker tracking the baseball and they're calling calls and balls and strikes with a little chip in the baseball. First thing, part of the nuance of the game are the referees. Part of being able to play the sport is to get away with some things that the referee doesn't see. It does always been part of football, Right. Is 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 the defensive back knowing where the uh, the back judge is going to be, and he reaches in with his opposite arm and give a little tug in there, and the back judge doesn't see it, he can't throw the rack. Now, uh, this all happened because of that horrible call. What was that call about four or five years ago? Now, uh, what was that in the playoffs or the Super Bowl? 
That was the Super Bowl. Wait, wait are you talking about the the the, the, the oh, mugging that happened on the sideline? Yeah, I thought you were talking about the Tom Brady call. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the mugging that happened on the sideline. Yeah. Literally, the nine uh, pass interference call, which was probably the worst pass interference we've ever seen. Guy literally got mugged and got robbed on the sideline, mm-hmm. and there was no flag. However, referees' decisions are part of the game. It just is. You know what I'm saying? So here's the issue about it, right? You still got the referees going up in the booth, making decisions about what's going on now. Should there be calls about spotting the football, stuff like that? Yeah, let's get that right. But all these holding penalties and all this stuff, and, you know, let's be these pass interference penalties, if they get called, they get called. If they don't get called, they don't get called. It's part of the game. And I'm really tired of them trying to legislate every movement of a football game. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of it in baseball. You know, we shouldn't have replay in baseball. It should be what it is. The call is the call. That's part of the game. The umpire behind there, he's calling low strikes today. You better hit the ball then. You know, he's giving the pitcher another two inches outside the plate. Well, you better step over there and hit it. It's just the way it is. I just think they're trying, we're trying to make a game that uh, never was designed to be perfect. It's football. You know, and this is all judgment calls. I mean, just like um, touchdowns. As much as you try to to uh, get the rule right, even in replay, right, there's not enough uh, information to overturn the call, even though it's supposed to be clear evidence. But a lot of times you can look at it and go, oh, no, that guy didn't get in. But they, got, they called it a touchdown. There wasn't enough to reverse it. Is that right? No, clearly you didn't get in. But, they, you know, it's just not, you know, we don't see the ball where the end of the ball is, so we can't decide. That is short or not. Look, look at the ball. He's not he's not in. So um, yeah, they need to stop replaying. I really think so. And the other side of it, now to answer a more realistic answer to your question, it is what it is. All right. They're going to blow calls out there every once in a while. That game is moving a hundred miles an hour. Sometimes their eyes aren't exact. They're on the flight of the ball, on the guy, guy's hands are on him, wrapped around his waist. It's gonna happen. You know, everybody wants to sideline referee. Why? Because you got eight cameras in front of you, right, from every angle. And you got uh, Buck and everybody else up there at Aikman showing it to you in super slow-mo because it's been shot at 120 frames per second. So you can see every little grab and every little dust particle fly off it. In real speed, you can't see that. You just can't see it. You know, so I give these guys kudos to the calls that they do make. You know, they get most of these calls right. So if you did they blow in the big moments, it's supposed to get blown. Just the way it is. You know, but you had you had more than that one time to win the football game. Win the football game, you know. So yep, that's my take. What about a call that was so egregious, especially for the Bears, when you saw how is it that four reps did not see a pass interference on someone who was bracketed high and low and you saw the shirt pull? They Where pulled, is the, they, and how they, does that work? They put their whistles in their pockets. Sometimes in the games, they do that. You saw that in the playoffs and basketball games, right? Guys get mud going to the basket. They don't call it. The last four, five, six, seven, eight seconds of a ball game, 10 seconds of a ball game, right? You have to literally be, have your head chopped off. Each one of these things is that what happens. They don't look. Here's, here's the thing about it, right? Referees supposed to ref the game, not supposed to determine the outcome of the game, right? So these refs, here's another thing. Say they do throw the flag, 
and it's not what they thought it was, right? It's not what they thought it was. That referees gonna get rolled. Look at me through the flag. There wasn't no pass interference at all. And everybody's throwing their hands up in there. They're in a no-win situation, right? They're, they're wrong if they're wrong, or they're wrong if they're right. They missed the call. That's what happens. Were they out there collectively trying to miss the call together? No, they just missed it. From whatever angle that they saw, we don't see. Here's the thing about it. You need to get referee cam. That's what we need. We need referee cam. We need cameras on their, on some glasses. Stick it out like that. And so you can see what the referee saw. And then let's see if you can make the call. Remember that? Remember that back way back in the day? You make the call. You make the call. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't see it. That's what happened. They didn't see it. These guys are huge, flying around in front of them, going faster. For most of you all have never been near a football field when these guys this big, this fast, can jump this high, are moving that quickly. Running at 22 miles an hour, 230 pounds, flying through the air, 40-some-odd-inch verticals. I mean, explosion like you could not believe. Um, they're at the height of their physical ability. And every once in a while, the little guy with the pot belly who runs a 5 eight, 40, every once in a while, he's going to miss a call. It's just the way it is. I mean, it's just not going to be perfect. Okay, then let's do this then. Let's uh, put a camera on everybody, right, everything, and let's just have a five-hour game. Let's just stop and see that anybody – because I tell you what, on most run plays, there is a hold in there somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? If it doesn't affect the play, they let the hold go. So if we're going to call everything, let's call everything. Let's call holes on the backside of a run play. Let's do that. You know, when your team, when your team just broke 60 yards and your, and your backside off of a tackle who was four people away from the game, grabbed the jersey on the back, let's call that since we're going to call everything. It's like, you know, come on, y'all. You know, I, I'm, I'm at this point now, Jay, where I'm wondering about these calls and I'm wondering how – to make it better. And I don't know if there is actual way to make it better. It's just, it is what it is. And unfortunately you would like to say that if you have reps on the field, it shouldn't just be happenstance or chance. You should think that if there are reps on the field, that they would be able to get a call, right. Even when they have a chance to review the play. So when you have someone like Bill Belichick, who said, there has to be a, a space for coaches to be able to recall a play or to review a play that they think was erroneous. Is that going to lengthen the game or is that going to make it better that you have some accuracy in these calls? Don't you have a challenge? Don't we have challenge flags? You do. Okay. So at some point in time, look, the game is the game. All right. I mean, there are 20 calls within the course of a game that could go either direction. You know, how many times on a run play does somebody have a handful of jersey? Mm-hmm. Now, what is, if it's against your team, you want that call call. But if it's not against your team, oh, my God, how can you call that? They hold, they hold on every play. Mm-hmm. Nobody, Nobody's going to be satisfied. It just is what it is. And so, I mean, the more you start trying to legislate the game, the more you take away the game. This is a game. This is what this is. A grown man are getting paid a huge amount of money to play because there are gladiators. You know, we go out there, we might as well be at the time of Caesar. You know, we're in the Coliseum watching guys fight lions. That's basically what, what what's going on. But the issue is, it's not going to be perfect. I'm pretty sure they threw a challenge flag back in the Coliseum too. You know, who cut the line loose early? 
on that gladiator. Y'all shouldn't have let that line lose that. That wasn't fair. It, yeah, it just came up right behind who? Well, the chain was five feet too long. That chain's always 22 feet. Now it's 27. He came in there and bit him in the back of the head. Foul, throw the, throw, the, throw, the, you know, throw the challenge flag back in those days, too. It is what it is. I mean, I just it's just too much legislation going into these games right now. You're taking away from the nuance of the game. So are you saying that this is an issue that should come before Congress? I mean, we are in the electoral season. So Might should well. this be should we bring this before Congress and say, listen, the NFL is consistently violating uh players' rights, and this should be something that should be stopped. Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. This is entertainment. Entertainment. All right. For the most part, hopefully nobody's losing their life out there. You know, this is entertainment. Entertain us. Are you not are you not entertained? You know, did you get to holler and scream and go around the water cooler with your buddies? Anybody go around the water cooler anymore? But you go around the water cooler and go have these conversations. Oh, they got job last night. Oh my god. Why? You got entertained for a whole week. Now you get to talk about how bad the referees were. But guess yes. what you're gonna do next week? Guess what you're gonna do next week? You come back and watch the game. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why Coca Cola and Pepsi and everybody else is sponsoring. You got to get your Doritos chips and you know your two your your seven pieces for five dollars from Papa John's or whatever they got going on that day. And you know you think like you know Shaq is gonna come over with the Shaqaroni. You know it's entertainment, y'all. Stop. You know it's entertainment. Let me ask you something. Since we're here talking about entertainment and we're talking about the Shaqaroni, and I am type I'm I'm a little hungry right now. Is the chacaroni appealing to you? Is no. that something that you say, I've got to go and have a extra large pepperoni flat pizza? First thing, I'm not a pepperoni fan by any stranger. I'm not a pepperoni fan. Mm-hmm. Plus, it looks like it's too, it looks, sometimes pizzas get to be too big and they're not cooked enough in the middle. You know, I don't want soggy pizza. I don't like soggy pizza in the middle. I don't want soggy pizza. Well, you know, there are a lot of people who like that soggy pizza thing. It's always the Chicago versus the East Coast yeah, debate of which would you rather? Would you rather of the pie, or would you rather the slice? And again, I, I, I am, uh, I'm determined to say that the pie always outbatters yeah. the you, slice. You have the New Yorkers saying it's a casserole. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's pizza casserole. Yeah, well, they're haters. They're haters, but that's yeah, okay. I know are. some more people who are haters, and those are the people who are going to be watching Thursday night's game when week 11 starts because week 11 is almost here. And guess what, Football's Jay? It's over. Yeah. It's almost over, but the Titans and the Packers, you're going to have the Titans going to Lambeau. You're going to have Jiggery. hot. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, and a very cold Derrick Henry. I don't know what's going on as far as the Titans, uh, what they're going to do with their QB situation. But I see another win for Green Bay. Am I wrong in thinking that maybe they had a turning point last week? They didn't have a turning point. They just won a football game. That just Mm. tells you Dak is not ready for prime time. Mm. Dak ain't never been ready for prime time. If all y'all think Dak all of a sudden got everything he needs and all of a sudden he's going to win the Super Bowl, it ain't going to happen. Mm. You know, I'm with Stephen A on that one. Ain't going to have Dak's going to figure a way to mess this up. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like Dak as a quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I like him as a quarterback. But he's just jinxed it. He's jinxed in, in, in Cowboy Land. He needs to get out of there. He should have came to the Bears. 
Well, I don't think the Bears need a quarterback. Oh, oh, oh so now, now we're running around, and all of a sudden we 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 got him now. How many yards he throw for? Uh. How many yards did he throw for? How many was, yards? Did he, was it under one sixty? How much did the defense give up? Man, how many how yards did Tom Brady throw for? How, how bad? Okay, are you really? Are we gonna really how say many, the same how, in yeah. the same breath? Yep. Are we gonna We're gonna say how many Tom yards Brady Aaron Rodgers throw for? Are we gonna say only the same breath? That you, you can say, say that there were great throwing, and it wasn't even great. Was the Bills versus the 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 Minnesota? Oh, slap him. You're going to get smoted, sir. That's okay. That's all right. Well, the Cowboys and the Vikings, that might be a smoting. I don't know who's going to get smoted. I know one thing. I know Ezekiel is not doing his way of leading his people. And, you know, at some point, you wonder when the, the, the switch goes off for running backs in the league. Because it seems like. They go off when the knees get hurt. Like his knees hurt. Yeah. At some point in time, at some point in time, these guys get banged up, and they keep adding on games. Now we're at the seventeen. Then we'll be at eighteen in about two, three more years. Then we'll ease up to twenty. You know how you go? How, how you gonna play two college football seasons in one year and not get people banged up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just not possible. Well, okay, so let's talk about something that seems impossible. It seems impossible for the Chicago Bears to get a win. No matter what they do, no matter how hard they try, they still can't seem to get a win. But they're going up against a Falcons team. Now, they are on the road. They are traveling. They are not favored in this game. But you've got a 3-7 and seven Bears team going against a 4-6 and six Falcons team. And, Jay, I, I don't know what to make of what's going on with the Bears outside of the fact that they have no pass rush. Um now their best rusher is on IR for the next few weeks. And, well, second best outside of Justin Fields. And uh, they don't look like they know exactly what they're doing on defense. Yeah, so, well, there we are. Here's the issue, though, right? You still got Marcus Mariota, you know, who can at times look great. And against this Bears defense, you and I will look great back there. Um, throwing the football around. This Bears defense is the worst defense. I'm going to say worst defense the Bears have ever had right now. This defense is bad. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about bad. Your best linebacker is gone, which he should have been. Your rushing is gone. You got guys that are just rotating them in. Oh, hey, you know what? It's for this guy on the practice squad. Let's throw him in there. You know, uh, it's called Northwestern. Is anybody anybody in grad studies over there? You, you want to come play football? It's like it's bad. It's a bad defense, and it's going to get worse. And they're going to figure out how to punish this defense. That's what's going to happen. So, does Justin Fields have a chance to win this ball game? Nope. He might win it in spite of the fact, but does he have a chance to win it? No, he don't have a chance to win none of these games. I, I was surprised if they go over on the wall the way through. Mm. Oh, because they have no now. Now your running, your best running back is gone. I think he was. I think he had four point six yards per carry. So all of a sudden that's gone. Tevin Jenkins wasn't in the ball game. Mm-hmm. No, now you got a left tackle. Everybody figured out he can't really play left tackle for you. Mm-hmm. And now you got a run. Now you got now you now your best runner, your overall rusher, your number one rusher of your ball club is your quarterback. How long is that gonna last? Don't think he ain't gonna get tattooed at some point in time. We know he's coming. You know he's due. 
Yeah, what well, you, you know, again, I think that is, to me, that's one of the weaker arguments that pundits always throw out there. He's going to get tattooed. He's going to get hit. Anybody who plays is going to get hit. They're going no, to sir. get hurt. They're going no. to get knocked around. If you play quarterback, it does Okay, so if you look at Miami, if their number one guy goes down, yeah. their number one guy goes down, which is, is their quarterback, which is two. Is he a runner? Is he a runner? He runs. I mean, he is got he, he got tattooed, and nobody even saw when he got tattooed. He was so bad, he barely could get off the field. In is fact, he a runner? He ran to the hospital later on that afternoon after he got hit. You saw, you, you saw RG3 retired early, right, because he's getting tattooed. All right, all these running quarterbacks. The last really running quarterback to really kept it all together was Michael Vick and Steve Young, Right. Name me another running quarterback. Does he keep it together? He kept kept it together. He was a good running quarterback. You're talking about, um, and then you're talking about Lamar Jackson sparked. He sparked just like uh, like Justin Fields is sparking. A bigger Mm -hmm. spark, but after some point in time. Now, Justin Fields throws throws a baseball. He does throw a good baseball. Throws a football better than um, Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think overall his platform is better, but he's not, he's not nearly the uh, threat with throwing with throwing the football. If we could keep him in the pocket, he's not going to beat you from in the pocket. Now, he'll hit, he'll hit a couple of long ones here and there, but they pick you apart consistently all game long. But they take it off and running 140 yards per game, that's got to stop. He's well, not I don't, gonna, he's not, not going to last like this. He's I don't think he can like stop it. But in the last four games, he's thrown for 620 yards, eight touchdowns, and just one interception. Okay, on so the ground, got... he's added 467 yards and okay. five rushing touchdowns. Okay. So, so I think that really shows you an inadequacy in what they have as far as talent around him. But you're talking about a Panthers team that just gave up 232 yards. I mean, uh, uh, Falcons team oh, gave up 232 yards to the Panthers last week. Yeah. So. Okay. You got a good chance. You got a running quarterback with a, a leaky defense on both sides of the field. It might be a shootout. It might be a pick 'em game again, like the Lions. Oh, it's going to be a shootout. Week. A shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Justin Fields is going to run again for big numbers. He's just not going to be able to win like this because are the Bears winning with Justin Fields doing this? Mm. No. But well, part of that is he's got a bad. He's got a bad defense, right? Mm-hmm. But. Look at the team he's playing against. They should have beat Detroit. They had Detroit on the ropes, right? And if he was that dominant, how come he didn't keep dominating against Detroit? What happened? Somebody wants to answer that. No, 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 no. Weren't they up? How many many points? Double digits there going in, what, the third quarter? And so well, are how, you blaming how, you're blaming how, the how, offense for for the uh, offense if, if, if for coming back offense, on the field? Is this an offensive explosion? It's just an offensive explosion. What the Chicago Bears have. It's a it's better just, offensive it, explosion uh, than a it, defensive it, explosion. It, yes, well, it's an I'm offensive explosion. You, was that Detroit defense bad? Better than the Bears. Was the Detroit defense bad? That's what the, Yes or no, sir. You understand. Was it bad for what? Now, that, oh, now, now I'm a, we're parsing. We're parsing yes, words. Yes. Now, explain you know me what, what you're saying. Because you know I got you over the barrel right now. now you don't have me you over know, the yeah, barrel. I have you. You're over how the can an offensive team, how are you going to blame Justin Fields for the defensive side okay, miscalculations? 
You're up 14 points. How come you didn't keep scoring against Detroit? How is it that Detroit, if they are a better uh, that team, how, that wait a minute, and they got the better quarterback, to your point, because he just stands oh. in the pocket. Oh, you you Ooh. love pocket quarterbacks. You love guys who just stand back there and get hit. Oh, you need, my a, you need a pocket quarterback. To oh, my stand to you is, goodness. If we have all this offensive explosion going mm-hmm. on, then we should have kept exploding. And we didn't. We went like that. And now, oh, my and goodness. How much explosion did you need? They exploded against Dallas. And even in that yeah, we, we contest, about Dallas. you – We're not it, talking about Dallas. Oh, my goodness. Whatever. Any team – any team where you can't okay, stop okay, somebody okay. offensively you is going to happen. You just, you just proved my point. So is Dallas's defense better than Detroit's defense? Yes, it's better. Well, I don't know because they oh, lost to oh, – wait, it. they lost stop to Green it. Bay. So I don't know how good it is. Now, stop you just it. lost to Green Bay. Stop so I don't it. know, Jet. I don't oh, know what is what. Goodness. Now, in fact, Stop I'm gonna say it. no. It's oh, probably I'm on the same level with Green Bay no. right now. No, it's horrible. No. It's oh, horrible, God. man. It is terrible. Yes, oh my no. goodness! All you right. let Aaron Rodgers come in there and yeah, snap. You let a boy who's a rookie that nobody ever heard of, and he gets three touchdowns on you. That's how bad Dallas's defense was. Remind your honor, would you remind the defender that he's still under oath? Yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say that Dallas gave up oh, so much yardage to Green Bay. That's bad. I mean, their running back had a record game. You don't even have a good receiver in Green Bay right now. Name me three of their receivers right now. Don't need to. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even know who they are. He just sees somebody he's open and he's he passes the ball, the ball to him. him. He's throwing the ball to him. But we, still can, say, we can still say Detroit's defense is better than uh, – I mean, uh, Dallas' defense is better than Detroit. Yeah, well, Dallas's defense is better than Detroit. Detroit's defense is better than the Bears. And there's where you have it, my friend. If the Bears had any semblance of a defense – Maybe they could have won some of these games. I mean, you, you've gotten into shootouts with everybody you've come across, yeah. and your defense has let you down each and every time. From the beginning of the season, you got into a shootout with Green Bay early, and then your defense said, no mas. We want no more. So, so let's ask, what, what what the great Denny Green, what did he say? You are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. So, so we're feeling good about the Bears, all these losses right now. Is that what we're feeling good? Getting that six pick. Who's who? No, hold on. Hey, let me let me give let me do who who here. Who is the projected mm-hmm. six pick? That's what I want to know now. Because everybody's talking about this six pick. I want to know who the projected six pick is. Maybe who I said it's going to be the six pick? Somebody I about three, three or four good pundits say that. Oh, yeah, it pick. might be the fifth pick. It uh, might be the fourth. The way this thing is going. Because do you feel confident that the Bears are going to win against a Bills team? That they're going to no. go in and, and put in work? They're going to put not. in work against Minnesota? What Absolutely happens when not. they see Green Bay again? What happens when they see Detroit again? In fact, not. I, I, it was a record-setting day when Minnesota, when they went to Minnesota, it was horrific. I don't know how they got back in it. Oh, that's right. Justin Fields, because it sure wasn't their defense. It was a horrible day. So you're saying six pick. I'm saying they're not even going to make it to get down to the six pick. It's going to be, let's see, one, two. Uh, see, Can they get up to the third pick? 
Let's see no. the draft order is. Let me see what we got going on here. I don't, can, I don't, can they get to the third pick? Or is that yeah. maybe that's a little bit too much? All right, let's see. Let's see. Detroit's supposed to have the number one pick. No, Houston, no Texas. Houston's going to have the number one. Texas, Seahawks, Eagles, Steelers. Am I in the right year here? You can't be, because there's no way the Seahawks can be that far. Am I in the right year? Let me look at Seahawks. You're not in the right year, my friend. You are not in the right year. This is a look at the first round order for the the 2023 NFL draft heading into the week eight of the 22 NFL season. So I'm in the right order for the 2023 draft, sir. The Lions would have number one. Texans would be two. Panthers, three. Texans again at four. Broncos, Seahawks. Eagles, Steelers, Jacksonville, Raiders, Patriots. Patriots at number what, 10? Uh, Falcons at 11. What the Bears at? Dolphins at 12. Bears at 13. Oh, my goodness. Bears at 13. So, well, let's, uh, let's use a logical mock draft because yours is illogical at this I'm point. I'm sorry. You're, you're, telling, you're telling me to the NF, off the NFL? Yeah, I'm telling that you, was not yep. right. this is the same place where we just talked about their referees and how bad oh, they that, suck. That, 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 yeah, they're sucking. They're sucking. He's evasive and argumentative, sir. Yeah, I, I'm, I might be argumentative, but I'm going to tell you now, they suck. So let's go. Let, let's look at uh, what CBS, because they have a good money line all oh, the time. We can't even get CBS on regular TV. What are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. They got a good money line. So, number one pick, you got Bryce Young going to. Oh, because they got him going. Um, Bears going at three. Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. And at three, going to three. Wow. Who's that? They pick up a lineman from Penn State. Hmm. Interesting. Is that Jerky Gherkin right there? No, no, no. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Right here. You see it right there on the screen. That the that that they are picking up a lineman. I don't think that's gonna happen, but you know, man, who am I? They better, they better pick up a wide receiver. That's what they better pick up. For Swana, they better, uh they I better pick up some speed. Make they sure better, get, they better get some four. Three, they better get some four three cheetah speed out there. That's what they better do. <laughs> <laughs> they, they better go find. They better go find the jaguar mm-hmm. or whatever. They need to go find some speed on the outside who can catch football. Yeah, they're gonna have to find somebody. But I'm just saying, man. I I think that the Bears are gonna be up there somewhere. Like Travis Scott at Grambling at, at, at JSU. He ready to come out yet? No, no, not yet. You can't come. You can't come out after the freshman year. Nah, you can't come out after the freshman year. We can use him. Uh, I'm going to go to the athletic, and I, let's just look Uh-oh. and see what the athletic has to say about what are the chances of the Bears and where they'll be. So let's just look and see where they'll be because uh, Cam the Barber he needs to look at this too because your team needs a quarterback, my friend, hey, and Cam, you're going to be. Cam. Cam, Cam, uh, that Bears flag is going to be permanently placed at the top of his. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's never coming down. So the Bears, right now by projection, projected win totals of five wins, and they have about a seven point eight percentage chance of getting up to that number one pick. 
Now, this is not a lottery like uh, the NBA. So it's not that you can look into that number one. You got to actually play yourself into that number one. And what the athletic is saying is the Bears are that bad, that good grief. She's saying the Bears are that bad that the Texans are going to beat them. Should take Bryce Young? No, not at all. With this line, Bryce Young would be killed. He'd be dead. He'd be dead. He'd be so dead. Justin just, just, just Fields is our guy. It's going to have to be you, your guy for something. This is what we're rocking with. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. But you said that, right? I'm going to remember it just like I remember that for the Chicago Bulls, their man is on the court, but is he really on the court doing too much of anything? And that is Zach Levine. The question, Jay, is, question I, is I had this I had this discussion and I've had it with Casey Johnson. I've had it with other pundits. <laughs> yeah. I wrote Casey Johnson. I was like, look, let me ask you this one question. Look at the halo around my head right there. Look at me. All right. Well, we'll come to you in a minute, uh, Nostra Thomas. Um <laughs> When it comes to the Bulls, and it's, this is not just the Bulls, Lakers included, you've got some other players included. You see now that you have teams like Milwaukee that have done what they needed to do to surround their superstar with the added pieces. When it comes to the Bulls, can the Bulls articulate what they actually need? I'm beginning to wonder, Jay, is this team what you see now with, with Zach and what you see with Debo and what you see with – with uh, your center, are these even guys they're going to have on the squad next year? Because this whole Lonzo Ball thing is getting a little ballsy and it's getting a little crazy because he can't come back. I mean, even his brother's been hurt, but what's this, not eight weeks in? I'm telling you now, this whole thing looks like it's it's on the road to implosion. But the question is, Jay, is can the Bulls, and will the Bulls make the decisions they need to make if this thing goes off the rails? Here's, a, here's your whole problem with the, with the NBA right now. Here's the whole problem. You must have a super team to win in the NBA. Just it. Your average good teams don't have a chance now. The Bulls are an average team who lost a guy who would have made a big difference for him at Lonzo Ball would have made a huge difference for him. You've got Zach Levine who's still hurt. And you got DeMar DeRozan at some point in time is going to come back down to earth. After that, I mean, you know, you got an okay bench and you got, you know, guys who can play a little bit, but they're a good team, but they're not a great team. You got to be a great team to win in the, in the NBA. It's just the way it is. You got to have a super team. If you don't have a super team, you don't have a chance, right? Look at the Celtics. Look at the Celtics right now, mm-hmm. Right. The Celtics have a really, really, really good team. But does anybody think they're going to win the NBA championship? Uh, yeah, there is someone. There's somebody in our comments. You know, one of our viewers has said they believe the Celtics are going to go. They're riding with the Celtics. Let's go Celtics. It's right yeah. there on the screen. Yeah, they are yeah. riding with the Celtics. Sure, they can say let's go Celtics, but here's the issue, right? Are the Celtics really going to go in the East? Do they have enough? Because they've been falling short and they're getting older now. But now you're starting to see Tatum's Tatum better than what he was last year. Mm, now that's a good question. Because it you looks know? like there's a it's debatable if he's better than he was right, last it, year. Or was, now. 
Was last year the best you were going to get out of Jason Taylor? I think it was. I mean, I think he's a great ball player, but I think it was. And that, you have to have a super team to win now. These good teams don't have a shot. The only team that's really a good team that has a shot to win it, that's Milwaukee, just because they probably had the most dominant player in the NBA right now. Hmm. Are you taking that over your your? And I know we're talking about the East, but are you taking that over your Golden State love? They have the best. They're they better. The best, they have the best player in the league in Golden State. Golden State is the best player, the most dominant player is in Milwaukee. Mm. He's ridiculous. He offense, defense, just sheer will. I'm gonna take you out the back alley, punch you in the eye. He's that guy. Every every game, every game becomes a war. Every game he goes to war. Every game he comes in there like they only gonna give him fifty five dollars, and he had to pay forty five to get in. You know what I'm saying? He just ball. He balls out every game. Hey, he that he that, don't take a that that really well. They've got some issues too with their injuries. When you talk about a team that's getting yeah. older too, yeah, you've got they, your they point guard you. and your starting three. Are really Middleton is is down, and yeah. it hasn't looked good for him all season. But they'll grind you and beat you down. That team, that team is tough, and they'll beat you. That's old 1980s basketball right there. That's just come to the paint. We're gonna knock you down. We're gonna grind you up, and then our our, our number one guy is just gonna keep coming to the basket, and y'all gonna get tired of standing in front of him. <laughs> I, I I see it. I I see it, but. We talked about this on the radio, so let's jump back into it because we didn't get a chance to really dive into it. Yeah. What is going on in the land of La La? And I'm talking about Lakers and Clippers right now. You got Kawhi, who has a bulky knee that seems it's not right. You've got LeBron getting ready to go through his injury season. Uh, We're just waiting for it to happen with Anthony Davis. Is there any hope for those L.A. teams who are playing right now that they're even going to sniff the championship? No. Next question. <laughs> no, they're done. The, La- the Lakers were cooked from the start. You knew that. It was all stick of work in them. Everybody's mm. catching paychecks over there. LeBron's waiting on Bronny. He's waiting on Bronny, and he's going to have to buy his own team if he thinks they're getting to the league. He's going to, you know, Bronny ain't getting to the league. Maybe Bryce. Bronny's not going. So he's going hey, to buy. Is Shaq's son, is his son still a I haven't player? heard too much about Did he have some type of medical thing going on at one point? Because Sharif yeah. was nice. Yeah, he had a heart murmur. And yeah, a heart murmur that I think they had a hole in his heart. Howdy, yeah. I haven't even heard. I don't know if Sharif's even playing anymore. I don't know if he's still there. Is Scotty Pippen Jr. still there? He's still playing. I don't know where he's at. So let's look him up, Scotty Pippen Jr. Let's see where Scotty is. I like him. Yeah, he has a decent game. I didn't think he was going to make the NBA, but he was playing somewhere else. Well, let me ask this while you're looking that up. The bigger question is when it comes to Scottie Pippen Jr. and Scottie Pippen is, is it ever okay for you, Larsa Pippen, to date uh, your husband, ex-husband's teammate's son? Who cares? I mean, look, if Stella could get her groove on, so can she. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? If they want to throw that. Obviously, people who are watching them stroll around the beach. And Scottie Pippen cares. If they want to throw her cookie around, it's her cookie. You know what I'm saying? Okay, look, let me ask you a question, all right? 
when these old guys want to run around with these 20 something year olds, right? Mm -hmm. So why would the older ladies like to run around with the 20 something year old guys? Mm -hmm. You know, hey, hey, look, everybody got money just cause, just cause you the one paid for. You the you the one who put her home, uh, Scotty. That was your boo. Mm -hmm. You know, I I see him sitting I see him sitting on the sidelines with his little uh, chickadees over there, and I I ain't seen none of them look like they were sixty. How old they look? Wait, he's not sixty yet. Yeah. Scotty Pippen's close. How old is Michael Jordan? 56, not sixty. Yeah, well, he's he's close. He's close. So you just want him to sit over there with a sixty-year-old woman just because he's okay, close? So, so why are you complaining about about your ex or whatever is running around with some twenty-year-old guy? I, wait a minute, yeah. is he twenty? He's not twenty. How old is he? He's a little bit older than that. Twenty-two, twenty-three. I mean, so you don't no, say no, he's not that. Yeah, he's close to thirty, I believe. Whatever. Who cares? I mean, my whole thing about it is, you guys run around with the young chicks. The older ladies want to run around with the young guys. Just say love me. Go have at it. You know what I'm saying? Go have at it. That's the old guy. He just, you know, the young guy tried to get out there too. He, he what, he, what, he, what he call these guys with their sugar babies? Sugar dudes? I guess milk duds, I guess. Milk I don't duds. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, I never <laughs> thought about it that way. Milk duds, that's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. Dad. He's um, out there being a milk dud right now. It's like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the whole thing about it. You know, they, she's trying to stroll down the beach having herself a nice time with her whatever. You know what I'm saying? People out there running around snapping pictures because they could sell them for $15 to the whoever. Mm -hmm. why, why is this news? Why do we care? Why is this? This is, what, this is what's wrong with the world today. Hey, hey, can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's a ball of confusion. Why do we care? Why? Are, why? I don't care about that. Yeah, I wonder where I got that one from. Look, um, I know that probably you were watching a Motown Christmas the other night. Uh, was it Motown in Detroit? Is it? Hey, it Listen, man, it, Christmas is too early for those Christmas. It's uh, way too early. Ain't even no snow. It's some snow on the ground, but it ain't even got snowy. Those Motown yeah. specials was good right around the first part of December, right? Yeah. When it was too cold to go anywhere, it was like minus 20 outside. And you were sitting in the house, you know, and then if you're a person who imbibes, which I'm not, but you can sit up there, you got to shove his regal going, and you watch, <laughs> and you're watching the uh and you watching the, the the guys, the Manhattans, and none of them are really the same guys from the show, from the original group. No. How you still a temptation? There ain't one temptation in there. Not one. Not one at all, my I think friend. Earth Wind and Fire is like that too. I don't think I don't think there's not one more Earth Wind and Fire left anymore. It might not be one in cooling again. I mean, how are you? Oh my goodness! How are the, the Dale still touring? How are the uh, any of those groups still touring? And they're still they're still going. So yeah, that's what those reviews are getting. Smokey Robinson. Oh, that's what the reviews are getting. These who, who they come run out there now? Mm. Nobody wants to watch these guys. All right, Jay. So before we get ready to get out of here, you got to give the people your hot take. What is your hot take for this upcoming week, this NFL Week 11, this week that's coming up with some basketball players who are all injured and all gimpy? What is the hot take for you? And by the way, happy Founders Day to you. It's coming. It's coming soon. And happy Founders Day to you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. You know, it, was, it took two uh, 
uh, how can I politely say this? Mm-mm, don't do two, it. It was two social clubs that had to come along Mm-mm. before some men decided to get together and form a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it's true. It's <laughs> it's true always. <laughs> The three well, undergrads and the one grad came together and formed the mightiest union of all time. And then, and then, and then, they were, then, they were, then it took it took a couple because Howard over there didn't want to even let him uh, let him uh, let, let him you know they won't even let him do their time. Man, oh, yeah, no, like, no, you can't do that. We already got some out. Yeah. Some, we got some other Greek people over here already. We can't have too many Greeks. Okay, well, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all undergrads, all this. What's wrong with you, sir? Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Can't be stopped. One of the greatest, baddest, most best singing is best looking is best doing everything is organization of all time. You know what's all great time. about you know what's great about the organization though, is because it don't matter. You ain't got to be pretty to be part of it. That's true. You, know, you ain't you got to be smart, but you ain't got to be telling anybody about how smart you are to be part of it. Mm-hmm. You 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 ain't got to want to be to be part of it. You just you just you just have to be. That's something you have to be. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You just don't come out there talking. Mm, I think I'm just going to. No, you're not. You you just ain't going. No, you just ain't going to show up. Yep. How, you, how y'all doing? Mm. Can, I, can I come hang out with y'all? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. Sir. You cannot just come hang out. No, you can't. No, you can't. Oh. It's going to cost you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. You started it. Yeah, I didn't tell you. You started that. Well, you know, it always takes a little time and affection, man. It just, it takes all that coming together to make one great thing. But listen, Jay, we got yeah. a lot to talk about. We got to tell the people about what happens on Saturday, man. Tell man, me Saturday, Saturday, Saturday we're having such a good time, man. 88.7 FM right in the uh, Gary Merrillville area. You can tune us in. You can also tune us in. What is the stream, bro? Do you have it right there in front of you? I do not have it Where's right in front of me. Where the cards at? We got no cards? We got all kinds of cards. We've got cards everywhere. The live stream is when you look up for the live stream, and all you have to do is look up WGVE live stream yeah. anywhere you want to go, and you can find us there 8 you to 10, 8 to 11 p.m. I'm sorry, because we were, man, we've been moving around. We've been moving so much, man, and everybody was loving the house mix. Everybody loves everything that's been going on. So make sure that you're oh. getting your comments in. Make sure that you're getting some information, man. In the mix, in the mix this week. So I, took, I took you back a little bit last week. We had some people call in talking about, hey, you heard that? It's, yeah, oh, oh. You going to go back over here, back in the late 80s, early 90s, house music. Mm-hmm. Back then, I got some stuff in there from 1983, okay, 82. See, see, that's why I knew you, they just can't let you just keep doing this. Can't oh, just keep doing them. And we going to keep digging in the crates. We ain't even went back there. We going to we going back there before 1980. We going 79 and 80 when House first started. That's coming up next week. We gonna pull. We gonna go. We going overseas. We gonna find us some craft work over there. We gonna go over there. We gonna pull in some plastic doll. Any of y'all, any of y'all househeads know what I'm talking about. We about to, we about to go over here at some Gino Socio, Tiny Dancer. That's coming up next week. Oh, we about to go in the crates. We about to pull some stuff out. He was like, oh my God, I've heard that to you. Listen, if you haven't had the experience, a great barbering experience, and if you want to look 
all suave as G sizzle and you want to look all mature and silver foxed out like the silver fox is it that that's the hot thing now that's the hot thing going man just just because i didn't didn't invest in shoe polish everybody got something to say yeah well don't worry about it you can do exactly what you're doing right now at the experience barbershop man go and see my man cam the barber at the experience barbershop 1523 81st avenue in maryville indiana Oh, Sam, the Experience Barbershop. Look it up online, the Experience Barbershop. You can give him a call at 260-446-8835. Again, that's 260-446-8835. That's the Experience Barbershop. Experience something you've never experienced before. That's a haircut that you'll like and enjoy and experience an environment that is inviting to you. Yeah, that, that's a good time. It's a good time over there. So definitely a good time. I enjoy it every time I go over there. And you know what I love about that place? If your appointment's at 3 o'clock, you're sitting in a chair at 3.02. Yes, sir. Ain't no ain't right. no waiting around four or five hours or whatever. You know, you, no, you come, you, you, and he does most of his appointments, uh, his haircuts by appointment. Right. And Write it uh, in the have, book and keep it going. I mean, you come in, hit it, and half an hour later, you out of your car, zoom, zoom. Hey. That's Love what that. I like to see. Love I like that. to see that. So, hey, yeah. man, you know, when you can get in, get out, and get your thing done and get grooving and moving, that's all you need to do. That, that, that's all I try to do, get in and get out, get my thing done. And I'm moving and grooving. Okay. Well, you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. This is the sizzle. This is the Tuesday chop up where we wrap it up. Make yeah. sure you catch us. Every Saturday, 8 to 11 p.m., make sure you're there. Make sure that you're enjoying the groove because we get grooving, boy. We got special guests. We got people on the line. Hey, make sure you call in. Make a call in. Definitely. We, we had our first call in last week. You should have taken me five minutes to get him up, but we got him on there. And we be bumping. Hey, look, we be bumping him. We be bumping the music on there, y'all. Yo, yo, we ain't got, yo the we music ain't got, yeah, we ain't got no old stuff. We we come we be we just not straight how we play house in the second, the third hour. But we got you where we regular grooves up there. And don't we go around moving around a little bit? We have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, the jukebox of your life right here. <laughs> well, that's all you need to know is the sizzles, the hottest talk in the 219. It is the talk of the 219. So make sure that you get there. Make sure that you log in. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and find us at Iron Skillet Media. Make sure you go wherever you want to go. Type in the sizzle 219. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and even Twitch. And another thing, too, the sizzle is available for your sound reinforcement needs. That's a fancy uh, professional talk saying, may we come out and play music at your spot? We just hit two spots on Friday and Sunday. Yep. Sizzle was out bumping it, you know, filling up your whole hall. We we had we had the QSC sitting tall, mm-hmm. you know, play, play, playing them nice and loud for you. And yes, uh, if, you, if you got events, man, you want clean sounding music, you know, that ain't over modulated and ain't uh, mm-hmm. all based out. You can't hear yourself talk to your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? We we know what we're doing out there. We put it out there for you. We, we are your uh, sound guns for hire. That's right. And you can give us a call at area code 219-885-9156. That's area code 219-885-9156. And that is the sizzle. 
and you can reach us at any time. If you can't catch us, leave a message. And we definitely will get back to you because we do it and we keep it hot, baby. Hey, we keep it right off the you know what you, And I want to put it out there too. The sizzle is looking this summer to put together a house uh, party mm-hmm. out in this out in the area. So look forward to that. We're going to try to break that out in the summertime. You know, y'all remember the cool jazz fest? I would love to have a, a similar like thing right out here. I know they're doing that out on the lakefront. I was watching some of that night, some of the house media that's going out there. But if you don't want to go all the way down to the lake, we got our own lake right down here. We got Miller Beach. That's right. You know, we could bump, we could we could break it out on Miller Beach, and I think that'd be a great thing to do. We need to look into that, and make that happen. It's, you know, because we got a house every weekend. We could bump it right on Miller Beach and have a ball. Okay. That now we got to go because he's getting ready to sing. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building, and we will see you on the other side. Yeah, that's what we got.